Good morning. Good morning. How's everyone today? Good. It's good to see you here today on this beautiful snowy day. Today is my birthday. Happy so birthday. I got a great birthday present out there. It was exciting. Um, yeah, but obviously with something like this, there's some changes. So we are like a little bit winging it up here, but we're excited to worship and we're excited to jam and play music and sing with you guys. Um, Today's going to be fun. It's going to be a little bit different, but I'm so glad that you're here joining us and so glad if you are checking in online. It's super awesome that that's an option, especially for a day like this. So hi, everybody online. Say hi in the comments. And if you're here in the room with me, stand up with me and we're going to sing together.
All right, you can go ahead and have a seat. And is my baby still asleep? Yeah. He's still yeah. asleep. All right. This is awesome. Except he's getting kind of heavy. Um, so last Sunday of 2021. So we decided we're going to mix things up a little bit today as we reflect on the year behind us and look forward to the year ahead. We have five different areas of focus of our worship today, and we're going to walk through those and sing and read scripture and share, and uh, so hopefully it will just kind of be a time of thinking of this last year, but also thinking of next year and doing that together as a body. So our first focus of the day, focus number one, is thankfulness, and what uh, what that means to us and what that does for us. Thankfulness is huge. When we have turned our hearts toward thankfulness to God, it, it changes our entire attitude. So this year has been pretty hard, and there's been some tough things, but um, I know at least for me, it's great to think about the things in my year that have been awesome and that have been full of joy. And so before we sing another song, what I would like to do is I would love for you guys to share what you're thankful for. So what I would like is for you to find someone near you. If you don't know them, make sure you share names. But go ahead and just not share high fives or handshakes or anything like that. Just share names, say hi, greet each other, say Merry Christmas, and then share something that you're thankful for either from this year or if that's too much to think about just from this Christmas season. Something you're all thankful for. Then if you run out of stuff to talk about, think about something you're thankful for for this next year. Something you're looking forward to. All right, can we do that? And if you're online, write that in, a, in the comments on the video or in your communication card, which Brian will explain that when he pops up here. But yes, okay, ready? Go. Mingle, mingle.
who's offering a third of food so that meets the communion and all this Seven, seventeen, says, I will give thanks to the Lord because of his righteousness. I will sing praises of the name of the Lord Most High. God is righteous, and he has been good to us. I know he's been good to me. And one thing that I'm thankful for this year was my family Christmas yesterday. It was just so much fun. My brother and his family were there, and my older sister and her family were there, and it was just a joyful time. So that's one thing I'm thankful for. Um, God has been good to our family. Uh, let's sing together and give thanks to him. Give thanks to the Lord, our God and King. His love endures
give thanks to you, Lord, with all of my heart. I will tell of your wonderful deeds. Sing praise, sing praise, sing praise, sing praise. Everybody is faithful, everybody is strong, everybody is Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, not just when it's happy and joyful and peachy keen, but when things are hard, we still need to focus our hearts on the things that we can thank him for. So right now we're just going to take a quick 30 seconds of quiet. Just give God a thanks uh, for something. Could have been the same thing you shared. Could be, so, could be something different. We're going to do that real quick and then we're going to move on. God, thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your faithfulness. God, thank you for watching over this church in this year, in 2021. Um, I praise you, God, for this body, for the way that they show up faithfully and joyfully, um, the way that they provide for this church and through this church for the community. God, I thank you for your hand in all of that. God, I thank you for your beauty and creation, especially today when we see the white pure, beautiful snow everywhere. Um, we love seeing your artistic hand at work, God, and we praise you for that. Thank you for this time, Lord. I thank, thank you for being able to praise you, even, even in the hard times, but um, in the joyful times, like right now, God, it's easy to just lift up, lift up your praise with lots of thanks in our hearts. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, focus number two, um, God is so good, and that goes along with thankfulness. Obviously, all these things are tied together because that's how God is, but um, we are going to right now just, just look at the goodness of God and how even in the hard times, he's so good to us and good to the world and Obviously, we see why yesterday, um, the ultimate goodness of God. So we are going to sing together, Good, Good Father.
Psalms 145.9, the Lord is good to all. His tender mercies are over all of his works. I think we could probably find 900 more verses in the Bible about the goodness of God, but we're going to sing another song about it and praising him for his goodness. Also, before we move on, this, this um, five focuses, maybe this is something you could think about over the next week as we enter into the new year. Um, think about how are you worshiping God in your life and maybe use these as points of reference. They're not the magical five. They're just five that I picked, but um, it can still be a great, a great way to think about our worship outside of this room. I've been held in your hands from the moment that I wake up until I lay my head. I will sing of the goodness of God. All my life you have been
Amen. Uh, focus three of our worship today is his sacrifice. And at this point, we're, we're going to share together in communion. Brian's going to lead us in that. So I want to make sure everyone has a communion cup. If you don't, we'll get you one. Anybody need one? Just keep your hand up and Brian's going to pass you one. Anybody else need one? If you're at home, sorry, I don't think we gave you a warning that we were doing communion. Just like grab your hot cocoa because you probably have some already, right? Yeah? have a battery curse this year or something? <laughs> oh, man. Hopefully it didn't die like it did the other day. No, wor no luck? You want this one? All right, good morning, good morning. How are we doing, everybody? My Bible is here somewhere. <laughs> so I'm going to do this. I'm going uh, to take this off. I'm going to talk for just a second. I want to introduce myself, and I do want to give a chance at home. Uh, like Rachel said, we didn't really warn you about prepping uh, supplies for the Lord's Supper. And so I'm going to tell you, uh, I'm going to talk for a minute. And uh, while I do that, if you need something at home, you find what you have. Right. If you have bread, if you have crackers, if you have if you have juice of any kind, if you have liquid of any kind, if Jesus can uh, transform. Right. If, if we can talk about uh, these elements symbolically representing the body of Christ and the blood of Christ, then then if the heart behind it is right, I believe Jesus will understand. Um, so I want to give you that chance. I, I do want to just introduce myself and I do want to say thank you. You know, you guys, you guys here in the room brave the weather, and, and uh, not to say that you guys at home are bad, uh, we're, we're just thankful you're worshiping with us today. Uh, I do want to encourage everybody, before we jump in to the Lord's Supper, and before we read scripture, to do the things we normally do when we gather together, to fill out a communication card, know that we would love to hear from you, uh, to be mindful of the fact that um, it really matters, among other things, if we have your contact information. So I'll give you a perfect example. This morning, for the first time ever, we used our system, uh, Planning Center, to send a text message to everyone about church this morning. And the text message said something along the lines of, of um, you know, Harvest will live stream this morning at 1045 a.m., uh, but we are, we are open. The worship center is warm. We are open for those that want to gather together. Something of that nature. If you didn't get that text message this morning, that means we need your uh, contact info. That means we 
we need a phone number, uh, particularly a cell phone number, that we can text to. So if you would fill out our digital communication card or our in-person communication card, if you didn't get that, just tell us so that we can make sure we've got your right contact info in our system. All of that said, I want to mention one other thing. It is the end of the year, and as we look back on the year, a lot of us tend to think about, you know, this is that moment in time where we transition from thinking backwards to thinking forward. Next week, we're going to begin a series, a little short series, called Faith Forward. And I really believe that faith is going to be the key word for us next year. The, the, the last two years have been exhausting. They've been draining. They've been frustrating. They've been, there's a whole lot of words we can go after uh, for the last two years. But there's no going back, gang. You know, you know that, don't you? There's, there's no going back. Time is going to march forward no matter what. And so I want to talk about how to live faith forward the next couple of weeks. One last thing. Um, as most of you know, we end the year collecting a variety of offerings. We are still collecting those. If you're a guest today, offerings is not really what we're after from you. We would just love to hear from you on that digital communication card. But... Um, you know, if this service means something to you, if Harvest has meant something to you, we're continuing to collect. We'll leave open that benevolence offering from Christmas Eve a little longer. We're continuing to collect our international missions offering that supports partners. We call it the Lottie Moon Christmas offering. It supports uh, thousands of missionaries that serve around the world, literally, as we speak. And, of course, we collect our year-end uh, offering as well, which is really just regular offerings, just knowing that, that some of us prioritize giving those at the end of the year. Uh, you know, our, our goal to end the year this year, I think, was something like 150 givers giving $35,000. It's really doable if you do the math on that, if, if, if everybody, what did I say? Total of 35000 If everyone gave 35000 I would jump for joy. I do misspeak, and I can read the room enough to know when I do. And, uh, so if a total of 35000 if everybody gave, you know, honestly, it's a, you do the math, it's a, it's a couple hundred bucks. And some of you are like, wait, I gave more than that. You know, what we, we often talk about is not shared amounts, but the shared heart of generosity, right? It's a shared sacrifice. It's giving as the Lord has given to you as the Bible describes it. With that word sacrifice in mind, I want to think this morning just for a moment about God's goodness in his sacrifice. If we think about gratitude, if we think about, uh, if we think about God's goodness, we think about joy and some of the other things we're going to think about today, no matter what life has thrown at us, no matter what curveball we've experienced, no matter how difficult the pandemic has been, no matter how challenging our own life and pains have been, and uh, we could come in here and we could, we could have a service where we said, hey, share about your pains and, and your brokenness, and all of us would have it, wouldn't we? We'd all have pain. We'd all have brokenness. But God is good in spite of those things. In fact, his goodness for eternity overcomes all of those things when we read the Bible right. So, that in mind, I want to read for us just briefly. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, you know this, these verses pretty well. And by the way, uh, our, our favorite firefighter, nice to see you in person on a morning where we're... Um, Benton and I have this ongoing thing where whenever we do communion, he's scheduled to work. I, I don't know how it works, but we're just thankful you're here, man. 
1 Corinthians 11, Paul wrote, For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread. And when he given thanks, he broke it. And he said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread, whenever you drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. We are greatly reminded, actually in the context of this, right, that there is not only the taking of the sacrifice of the Lord, but there is the, the sense in which the pivot from our worship of the Lord to our love for each other matters as well. You know, when 1 Corinthians was written, part of what Paul was saying is, you know, some of you are not living rightly in relation to one another. And so as we meditate on his sacrifice this morning, I want, I want you to do two things. I want you to ask the Lord, is there anyone I need to, you know, I need to rightly relate to, that I need to work on it with. But I also want you in gratitude to say, thank you, Lord, for the people in my life that I, that I am in right relationship with, that there is good relationship in my life and to express that gratitude. So all of that said, I want you to take out uh, the little cup. And, uh, you know, these, these little cups that we're using in the room are uh, sort of interesting, right? There's a two-stage process. There's two layers here, and you have to sort of play with it and fiddle with it to get the first layer off without getting the second layer off. And so I want you to see if you can access that little cracker or that bread right now. Able to make that work. What do you say it's appropriate that I think about the... Uh, the body broken for us, the blood spilled for us in relation to the manger. Very appropriate because we know what Christmas is truly all about. So before we eat of the bread together and again online, I would encourage you to pray with me and thank God. God, we thank you for your body broken for us. And Lord, we don't take for granted at all what goodness is represented in your sacrifice. And yet we connect that we are also called your body as your church. And so we thank you this morning that we have the privilege of being a part of your body. And we thank you that we have the privilege of loving as a part of your body. And so for those places where we're not in right relationship, we pray that you would prompt us even before the end of the year to make those things right, to, to offer reconciliation, to seek forgiveness in the ways we need to, to show love that models your love. And Lord, for those relationships we have where you have blessed so entirely, where we are in good relationship in your body and with friends and family and others, Lord, we just say thank you for the goodness of love, for the goodness of sacrifice. And more than any of this, Jesus, we say thank you for the goodness of your body broken for us. You said, take, eat, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me, Lord, we do.
We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Of course, it says in the same way after supper, he took the cup and said, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as, as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Again, Jesus, we thank you for your blood spilled for us. And we recognize that no matter what pain we go through in life, you came ultimately to end the pain of sin and the pain of all the consequences of sin, the, the pain of death, the pain of pain, the, the pain of brokenness, the, the pain of, of, of hurt. Lord, you endured the ultimate pain so that we could be ultimately healed. Jesus, we thank you for your blood spilled for us. We take this together in Jesus' name. Isaiah 53, 4 through 6. Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering, yet we consider him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each one of us has turned to our own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all.
like to stand with me. Let's sing together verse 3. I will not boast in John 3, 16 through 17, a very familiar verse to us all, probably. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Because you are forsaken, I'm accepted. You Jesus, you are my King. Jesus, you are my King. 
a seat. So the, what um, Brian shared about the body of Christ, how we are the body of Christ, leads us right into our next focus of worship, which is his church. And what I mean by this and, and focus of worship is his church. We're not worshiping the church, but we are giving God worship because of his church and because of what that means to him and to us. The church is his bride, that it's special to him. We are special to him, and we need to honor that, and we need to give him worship because of that and remind each other the truth in that. Um, in Hebrews 10, 24 through 25, it says, And let us consider how to stir one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. I think it's it's been a hard couple years for people to make it to church in person, and we have provided the online service as a way to help people with that. But maybe a lot of you were here, I mean, all of you were here before me, so if you can think of something, somebody that you haven't seen in a really long time, maybe it would be good to check, check on them. Like, hey, how are you? We've missed seeing you at Harvest. We'd love to have you back. Have you checked out our online service? If they say yes, say, that's great. We love that. I'd be like, oh, yeah, no, I kind of just haven't been around much. Encourage them to come back. Um, we don't, we don't want to let people slip through the cracks. And I could say on the online service, come back to church, but those people are at church. They're, they're worshiping with us. And so it's the people that aren't even connected in that way that maybe some of us can encourage, can encourage to come back and join back into the body because it is important. It's important for us. It's important as a body, and it's important to God. I'm going to read another scripture here. Um, Acts 2, 42 through 47. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and of prayers. And awe came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. And all who believed together and had, and had all things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts. So again, things like that benevolence fund, that's how we, that's how we serve as a body. We're going to sing another song here of lifting our, lifting our voice as one, just a reminder that we're, we're a unit here. We're a people that does things together. That means serving together, means giving together, and that means worshiping together. Here with 
This leads us into our last focus of the day, focus five, joy. So I hope as we come into this new year that we can, we can find joy. And I'm sure that being in this group, in this body will help with that. So I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that you're connecting online. It, it does bring joy to be a part of the body and to worship together. Um, Romans 15, 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And Philippians 1, 3 through 6. I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the day, from the first day until now, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. So God is working. God is working in you individually. He's working in us as a body. And there's going to be awesome things that happen in this church in the next year. And I hope that you're a part of them. All right. Are you guys tired of standing, sitting, standing? You want to stand one more time? Because this is a joyful song. Let's sing it together.
may have a seat. And Brian's going to come up at this point. It's good, isn't it? It's good. We have, a, we have a lot of reasons for joy, right? I mean, really, we have countless reasons for joy, and we could spend uh, a whole lot longer thinking about that. But I want to suggest to you that the greatest reason we have for joy is what we've already talked about today. It's, it's the fact that he came. It's what he's already done for us. So as we finish a year and go into a new year, we don't just... We don't just have to say, hey, you know, I, I don't know what next year's going to be like, and it, it might be a tough year, and it's been a tough year, and, 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 and I don't know if I'm going to have joy or not. We can bank on joy because we can bank on the fact that he's done all he already has done for us. Let, let's put it this way. Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18 says, Come now, let us settle the matter, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be, anybody know? They shall be white as snow. And certainly anytime we see that beautiful snowfall out there, we are reminded of the goodness of God in cleansing us from all, all that isn't good in our hearts. Though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool, the scripture says. So as we often end our services, I want to end with two prayers today. First, I want to make sure you have the chance to follow Jesus and become a Christian. If you've never done that, you can pray with me in just a moment. We always end with a prayer of salvation. And then second, uh, we always pray a prayer of application. And so for those of you who've already followed Jesus with your life, maybe you want to apply all we've talked about today to your life. Maybe the Lord's convicting you about something today, and you want to take a moment and pray about that as I pray. So two prayers. First, the prayer of salvation. If you need Jesus today, just trust that what he has done, he died on the cross for your sin, they buried him in a borrowed grave. He rose from the dead on the third day. We say that's not the Christmas story, but it's all there before the Christmas story in the book of Isaiah particularly. It's all there in the essence of the Christmas story. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, and he is Christ the Lord. Would you receive him? And pray just like this, dear Jesus. I confess that... Uh, my sins are like scarlet. They, they are red as crimson. That There's a lot of them in my life. And it's not lost on me, Jesus, that when you died, you shed your blood, which was crimson, so that I could be white as snow. And so, Lord, please forgive me of my sin. Please take over my life. I worship you, Jesus. Be my God. Make me yours. I don't deserve it. But I thank you that you take me anyway. In Jesus' name, amen. If that's you today, whether online or in person, you prayed that prayer maybe for the first time in your life. Man, we'd love to celebrate that. We, we think it's the coolest thing in the world when people become a Christian, when they become a believer in Jesus. And there's a lot we do to celebrate that. We have baptism and a variety of other things that, that we would love to talk with you about. If you'd let us know on that communication card or digital communication card, it would be tremendous because we would love to celebrate with you and give you some things to help you walk in your faith. 
Many of you prayed a prayer like that uh, a year ago, 10 years ago, uh, maybe decades ago. Maybe today you just want to say, you know what? I need to thank God for these five, these five things we've talked about today. So if you want to pray this prayer of application with me, let's, let's pray it now. And pray just like this. Dear Jesus, in the coming year and for the year behind, I want to lock in five things in my life. First, gratitude. Make that my heart's perspective. Second, your goodness. May I see it in all things. Third, your sacrifice. May I never forget all you have done for me. Fourth, your body. May I be as a part of the body a person who also loves, serves, and sacrifices. And fifth, Lord, for joy. Lord, I realize joy is a choice. And I choose it today. In Jesus' name.